This week on Crime World... There was a Republican police from 1920. I mean, the IRA was effectively trying to run an underground government. And actually, there was a crime wave. 1919-1920, there's a wave of bank robberies, post office robberies, robberies of individuals, robberies of pubs in Dublin and in rural areas as well. So the IRA tried to actually clamp down on that. They, on occasion, solving bank robberies and giving the money back to the banks. Now, I'm Nicola Talent, and you can listen to my podcast, Crime World, wherever you get your podcasts. Leia Healthcare. It's good to live. Proud sponsor of the Real Health Podcast with Carl Henry. Welcome to the Real Health Podcast with me, Carl Henry. Every single week, we want to bring you tips, tools, tricks, and experience to help you live a healthier and happier life. And today is no different. I want to inspire men all around Ireland to get fit and get healthy. And I have three amazing guests in studio who've lost weight, got fit across three different age brackets, the 20-somethings, the 30-somethings, and the 40-somethings. They found new confidence, taking control of their lives, and had a huge impact on those around them. Killian Byrne, Isaac Butler, and David Crean. Thank you so much for coming in to my Real Health podcast in studio. Killian, I suppose, let's chat with you first. Before you were got fit, before you started the process and the running and the cycling and the yeah. triathlons and Operation Transformation, what was a normal, what was life like in terms of health? How, how unhealthy were you? Um, how did it affect you? I think that generally, like people who, who remember back in the programme would remember me as being a, a real family man. Um, I, I, at the time in 2012, my kids were quite young, five and three, and I worked from home. So I was the... Uh, primary caregiver is probably not the right phrase to use, but I cooked dinners, I brought yeah. them to school, I made school lunches, and I made real effort to make sure that they had the best of the best. I was a decent enough cook. But then when they went to bed, you know, if I had my dinner, primarily it was portion size for me. So you just don't understand that the plate that you're using, you don't you don't have to fill the whole plate with spaghetti bolognese. So you don't. Um, and then the kids would go to bed yeah. and you'd have your cup of tea. And my real thing was that I would bring a packet of biscuits with me from the kitchen into the sitting room and watch the TV with the packet of biscuits. Okay, so screen, screen time kind of munchies every single, nearly every single you night. You completely zone out because you have a full day of work, you have a full day of minding kids. And then you sit down and relax. You have an hour or two of TV and, you know, Dr. Eddie described it as mindless eating. You get like people would uh, relate to the fact of if you're driving home and you drive home from work every day and all of a sudden you're home, you don't actually remember the journey that you had. Mm -hmm. Well, that journey in your car was me with a packet of biscuits and you'd get to the end of the packet of biscuits and you wouldn't be satisfied with it. So you'd go, well, I would go, oh, well, I need to have a few more because I'm not satisfied with what yeah. I had. And then not just, you know, a packet of digestives turned into a packet of digestives and a couple of packets of crisps couple of packets of crisps and then that turned into a couple of uh, chocolate bars as well and then you can see that in a period of two hours you could eat three four five thousand calories yeah. of nutritionally rubbish and not remember food. it which was and even not even more. remember so get no enjoyment out of it whatsoever yeah so i suppose look you put everyone else first that's yeah. a common thing for people who put on weight um you know families first which is totally understandable but yeah. people need a little bit of time on their own Lots of mindless eating. Yeah. Uh, in terms of exercise, in terms of energy levels, I what, did, what were you doing? I did very little exercise. I was fit. You know, when I was in school, I played rugby. I captained the school team. I played rugby in university. I played rugby for, for clubs. And then I had a car crash. I damaged my back. And 
I didn't play. So so remember, one of your key things on, on, on Operation Transformation was getting you back. You refereed yeah, a match in Donnybrook. Yeah, remember exactly. that? Yeah. yeah, I was refereeing. And refereeing for me was the way to stay involved. But what was happening was that I was becoming so heavy, I wasn't able to keep up with the play. You know, there were times when the players would stop playing to let me catch up with what's happening. And that's just not fun. So you just drift away from things. And, you know, it's uh, it, it, you don't make a conscious decision. I'm not going to do this anymore. You know, you get given a match and you go, oh, look, I'm not available this weekend. And then this weekend turns into two weekends. And mm. all of a sudden you haven't refereed for a month and you just don't <coughs> want to go back again. Um, so you just stop. But you keep eating. And that's a vicious combination. Yeah, so very much family man, family came first, mindless eating and less and less and less activity. And the more the weight went on, the less the activity became. So I think our listeners will really be able to associate with that because that's a very normal, it's a normal setting. It's it just can happen time. Really easy. It's middle age. People talk about the middle age spread and that's exactly what it was. You know, I would talk to my friends and, you know, when you're young and you're enthusiastic and it's all social and you're going for pints after the rugby and then you become a spectator and you're going for pints and then you don't play anymore, but you're still having the pints and you're still having a few, you know, chips and burgers afterwards, etc., etc. But that's just life and it just happens. And for me, I never noticed myself. I never felt I was getting fat. Um, you know, I would need a new pair of jeans because these ones just didn't fit me or you'd go and you'd just yeah. do another notch on the That's belt. the grand, I call that the grand effect. Uh, we see it with, we talk about it in our corporate events all the time, which is, I think we're really good at it in Ireland, which is, I can't wear this my, my, my jeans. I have to get a new pair, but it's grand. Yeah. Or it's I have to you know another notch on the belt, but it's cool. It's, we kind of talk ourselves into the fact that it's okay, or I can't go up the stairs without getting out of breath, or I can't yeah. run for the bus. Yeah. But it's fine, even though it isn't, and we know it isn't. But we kind of talk ourselves around. Um. Okay. So that's kind of I suppose that's a middle aged family man for for want of a better word. Yeah. Isaac, the youngest member of our panel. Yeah. Um. Talk to us a little bit about. You know, I've followed you over the last you know 12, 16 weeks, yeah. both in terms of music, but also in terms of the the twelve weeks shred that you've gone on yeah talk us to uh, talk to us about life before that uh so, in terms of in terms of health in terms of food like you're what, what yeah. age you know uh 22 22 okay yeah. so you're very much in the bubble the trend of the moment yeah. which is the fact yes. it's been you know it's a six pack it's yeah. you know really kind of yeah. buff it's that's very much what a 20 somethings seem to be about um yeah there seems to be the like kind of an awful lot of pressure on like lads my age because ev like everyone's comparing themselves to the rugby, like let's say the rugby players or like people online and stuff like that. The Instagram, uh, the Instagram yeah, exactly, idols. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Everyone's comparing their uh, themselves to all the Instagram people and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, so before you kind of kicked in to take on the program, we'll talk about what you did later yeah, on. Okay. What was I suppose? What was your health like? So before I kind of took it seriously, I mean, like I was in college, so there's a obviously the big Irish drinking culture in college. So yeah. like I was going out maybe three or four times a week. Um, drinking far too much and then obviously the next day you'd be with the lads and you'd be like lounging on the couch and somebody would be like will we will we ring the dominoes man <laughs> and uh, yeah, you'd be getting the large pepperoni and the coke and all that kind of stuff so um, that all adds up massively and um, it just that, it was just accumulated over I was in college for three years and I pretty much did that for three nearly three years and like I like I'm five foot seven and I got to 94 kilos did you really? So yeah, yeah, and yeah. So like, I'm set. I'm seventy one kilos at the moment. Um, twenty three so kilos of the difference. That's what's just over, like, so over three stone. Yeah, and like I'm not skinny now. Yeah. So like you can imagine 
like, like it got heavy and that was just so very much I suppose it was college it was you know the freshman 14 that's the mm. famous catchphrase for mm. it if you like putting on you know the, the in the first year in particular yep. and then for you it was cumulative that was it just built up year on year yeah exactly. it was cyclical in terms of the fact that it was a three four nights a week going out having a few drinks much, yeah. lays on the couch the pizza all the, the kind of the fat yeah. so it's it, it there's a cycle of, of bad health if you like exactly yeah um, and you got you very much got caught up in that I suppose yeah yeah Pretty much. Which would be normal, you know, yeah. it's, and it's that, that it's it's regular. Um, and you know, we'll talk about the the, about the training and stuff later on. Um, David, uh, you're the most recent Operation Transformation, uh, one of the the five leaders from from, from this year's show. Yep. Talk to us about before you went on the show. What was life like? I know you played Gaelic. Yeah. So um, I you're in the guards. So. Yes. And after when the Gaelic kind of ceased or began to cease, the weight began to pile on. <clears throat> yeah. So basically, very similar to Killian. Um. Like, I was very active, very sporty, very big, much into sport, would always be active. But, of course, in three, four years ago, we we had, we were very busy with at home with little Zoe and stuff like that. So, my sport and activity went down, but my eating and, and bad habits and bad lifestyle didn't go down. And it just, as Operation Transformation was absolutely brilliant for me because it made me look at myself, which I never had done before. And... Um, I was slowly putting on the weight and I'm a strong lad and no one, even, I don't think yourself, even when everyone I went on for says, gee, you don't look that heavy. I remember that. I remember yeah. you walking out for the first day and, yeah. we, and we weighed you in. Mm. I was like, no yeah. way. Exactly, yeah and, yeah. and what was your, what was your, your certain Nine, weight? I might have certain weight was 19 stone, five and a half. Whoa, yeah. maybe 20 stone. Nearly and you're like five foot? Five foot 10. Yeah. So like, it was, the scales weren't lying to me. It was my body was holding it. Everyone, I mean, like literally no one said to me, even the taxi man bring me over that time, he says, what are you going on for? You don't need to. But when everyone saw me now compared to when I was went on, it was a huge difference. And it was just basically lifestyle. I work shift work, but I was using it as an excuse as well. I said, I sure I can't have the shift at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, shift work is a problem. Yeah. Um, we see it with clients all the time. And again, when we do our corporate events, it's something that people ask us, you know, that, oh, I'm on shift work. I can't get healthy. It's not necessarily true. No, it's not. And and I'm carrying it on after the show is that it's how important it is. Just plan and prepare. Um, I was could have been, it's just a bit of, ah, sure, it's two o'clock in the morning, one bag of chips won't, won't kill you. But it does. And it, it really does affect you as it goes on. So, um, no, when I, my big moment was up in Northern Ireland playing a football match. And I wasn't playing. I was managing the team. And I was with those four other teams there, the NYPD and, and, and the lads. And they were big guys. And I felt I was looking around and going, and my shirt button went. I said, that was that was a big moment for me, I said. The shirt button? Yeah, oh, no, okay. uh, yeah. and I said, right, <laughs> and that's why I have to go. I hadn't told anyone I had applied for that. I said, I'm going to give this my best. And I'm delighted I did. Yeah, you kind of bring me naturally to my big question, uh, which for all of you, I suppose, which is the the, the point. Yeah. I think for weight loss and for real, not just weight loss, but in terms of health and to really get yourself on track, and there has to be a point of, oh, my God. I can't believe I was just unfit or I can't believe I, whatever, whatever it is. So for you, the, the, the button popped. And the button popped and I was in a room with like four different football teams there and they're big guys and I was going, jeez, what am I doing? But I wouldn't mind, I'd been getting pains in my chest and I was getting, I wasn't looking after myself. I, I, I know I wasn't, but that was the moment for me so that, right, that's when I'm going to give uh, operation. Because unless you have that moment, I think it's very difficult for either friends to help you or for yeah. others to help you. Um, but for you to really help yourself, you have to have that 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 that, that key thing. Isaac, did you have like did you have one of those? I'm fascinated with that because of the fact that going through the college cycle, um, you know, you're putting on weight with that. What did you have a was there I don't a photograph or an event or did something kind of kick you into right? I need to get fit. I need to 
you know, I need to do this now. I need to sort my health out. Yeah, actually, because I started that, uh, let's say, that transformation thing in January. And uh, I was uh, I was away skiing with um, six of my mates. And, like, I I wouldn't want to, like, get changed on front of them. You know, I wouldn't want to take my T-shirt off on front of my mates. Like, you know, that, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't be feeling like that. Um, at any age, but especially yeah, at 22. at 22, yeah. And, like, that was really affecting me. You know what I mean? Um, at that stage, I was like, I don't want to take off my T-shirt here in front of my best mates. And not because they would judge me just because I just didn't feel comfortable yeah so um for me it was just getting comfortable and feeling good about myself that's I just needed to needed to do that to make a change really Killian I was on the plane and I couldn't fit the seatbelt around me oh wow so okay. I was um and it was a real it was it was two point uh, really like my father died very young he was 51 and he like by the time he's 51 he'd already had three heart attacks 51 yeah so he was very heavy and he'd lost a load of weight and he was a diabetic and you know uh, I can always remember him uh, having to inject himself and seeing all those, that process and I was very conscious of the fact that you know I was only I was doing what was my interest at the time so I was only 14, 15 years old and I was heading that same way with my children um, but then when I was on that plane going to London and uh, just the embarrassment of uh, an air hostess having to come down with that little extension. That's a very public trigger yeah. as well as a private one because yeah. you're you're going through the emotions I would imagine of the this is bad but then you have you're on the plane you're yeah. surrounded by people you have someone to the left you have someone to the right exactly. the air hostess has to go yeah. and come back that's a very yeah. it's, it's, like it's, um, it's, it's like moment. it's like a belt thing as well but it's just you know you with the belt on your jeans, you kind of suck it in and you hold it and then, you know, your body just adapts to what you have, <laughs> yeah. you know, and the belly comes out over the top. But you just can't do that with an airplane. So, well, that's the Irish belt. male thing. Irish, and we're, we're Irish men do that. We, uh, You know, what, what waist size are you? Oh, I'm a 38 because my jeans are 38 or my yeah. jeans are 36 or whatever. Yeah. But actually, it's the bit that hangs over the jeans. That's exactly. where the waistline well, lives. And I think we problem. live in a, a state of denial about that. You know, the aerostash just saw me and, you know, it's like the, the, the little sliver of a tail off the end of the belt that you use to tighten it, you know, it just wasn't there. So she says, look, let me get you an extension. And yeah. it was like, oh, God, that's just disaster. You know, and I, it was embarrassing. It really was embarrassing. And what was your weight at the time? I was about 20, just under 21 stone. My, wow, really? Yeah, at my heaviest, I weighed just under 20, yeah, 28, 29. Wow. Yeah, yeah. But I never saw it. it like, it's, it's really weird. You just, I never, because it creeps up, you know, yeah. a pound a week, a pound a month, two or three pounds, a stone a year, so over a period of six or eight years, it's just me in the mirror, you know, and that's just the way I am. And I, you know, I think that, uh, um, I think people, people should have said something to me and not that I feel angry, but. Well, that's a brave one, really. You know, yeah. I but so. you but know what, you I think. Would you have listened to I, I don't know if I, I would have listened, you, yeah. but I would have appreciated if people had you, said something, you know. Did any of you try anything to lose weight before that big trigger point, you were like, yeah, I always don't. Don't I did. I used to train like I used to go like I'd be active, and I go to football training and train hard. But yeah. I'd eat the same stuff I was eating. It wasn't. Yeah. It was not the activity. It was the yeah. like I had to keep an eye on food. And you I got a half a half ass effort almost. Exactly, I, and I thought I was doing something right. I know exactly. Like, as people said, I don't think you, until you're ready yourself. Yeah, you won't. No but matter what people say thing. to you. Yeah. yeah, like I think people have. You know, like people have come to me in the, the six years since Operation Transformation and, you know, friends of 
uh, my parents have said, oh, will you come and chat yeah. to my son about yeah. this? And I'm going, Grant, get your son to give me a call. Yeah, the, it, I'm not going to make the move. They have to make yeah. the move and they have to make the decision. And that's the thing that people will, will ultimately learn when they make the change, that the decision has to be there. They set their goals and they go, I am going to do this. And and you, you pick your goal and on operation transformation and, and a lot of the successful methods that people find is, you know, get the picture of what you want to look like. You know, if it's the holiday, if it's the date of the, the, the wedding, if it's whatever reason you have, stick up, stick it up on the wall, on the fridge, on your wardrobe mirror or something like that and say, that's what I am working towards. And that's your goal. And then when you get to that stage, you know, you have to set little mini goals all the way along. So if you want to lose a stone, you don't want to lose a stone. You want to lose two pounds a week for seven weeks. And breaking it into much smaller goals makes it much, much, much more achievable. Like I I, I would equate this with giving up cigarettes. And I gave up cigarettes 10, 15 years ago. Uh, but I would have given up 20 times before I actually made it mm-hmm. successful. And the reason I stopped giving up was because it was so final. I'm never going to smoke again. Yeah. But the day I gave up was the day I said, I'm not going to have a cigarette today. I think that, you know, what you're saying and what you're all saying, and it's it's really interesting to get someone in their 20s, their 30s, their 40s to, we've all come to the same uh, point, which is that, you know, for our listeners, if you want to get healthy, if you want to maybe do a marathon or if you want to lose weight, that you you have to take that first yeah. step. You have to. There has to be a trigger point. There has to be a definitive decision to do something. It's very difficult for other people to get you to that point. Some might say it to you, but you might really take it too well. I think you have to. Something has to cause you some form of um, some form of emotion to yeah. make that change and get them going. And there has to be very very a, a key trigger point. Once you've done that. You set your goals, be it the 12-week tread, be it operation transformation plus the stuff afterwards. In terms of operation transformation, there's a weight goal. There's a fitness goal in terms of the 5K. Um, and then break it down into week-by-week manageable chunks. And if, you know, if you're listening in and you want to lose some weight, what you're hearing from the three in the studio here is that's that this is the way to do it. Um, Isaac. The 12-week shred, fascinated by it. I've, I followed you. Uh, I've been watching it. That's one of the reasons I brought you in. I yeah. think people in their 20s, it's something I see more and more and more. Uh, yeah. And it's all before the before and after photographs. And as much as I don't agree with them necessarily, mm. yours were really, A, they were real for a start. <laughs> there, yeah, was no, yeah. there was no lighting uh, help or anything like yeah. that. But talk me through what you did. I suppose, how does a week look? How does a day look? How did, what's the food look like? Yeah. I'm not looking for the secrets or whatever, but mm. do, you know, for our listeners, how, what, what did you do to, to, to do so well? So when I started, I decided I'm going to do this for 12 weeks. Uh, at, at the starting point, I kind of thought of it as this is only a 12 week thing. But now having finished it, it's I now know that it's actually this is what my, I want my life to be like. Yeah, you've learned the tools yeah, and the lessons exactly. all the way through. So I decided on day one, I wasn't going to drink alcohol for the 12 weeks. Um, I didn't do that. As in, I didn't drink the alcohol. I didn't break it. <laughs> um, and I just I basically just planned out each week. So uh I, uh, I train in a gym uh, called FFS yeah. on uh, Leeson Street and I planned out with um, one of the coaches in there that we we're going to do, uh, we're going to train every day. Okay. Um, seven so days a week? Seven days a week, yeah. Uh, train every day and then he what, what, me, what kind of training? So uh, I did a mixture of strength training and cardio training. Okay. So Monday was upper, 
Tuesday was cardio, Wednesday lower. Oh yeah, day on, yeah. day off. Yeah, day on, Brilliant. off. Brilliant, great, yeah. Um, and then food-wise, he kind of just taught me how to put my plate together. Um, so it was two pans of protein, uh, fistful of carbs, and two fistfuls of veg. Simple. Yeah, just kept it simple. Like okay, it was. Just give us, give us that one again, because our listeners are they'll, yeah. they'll like that. It's okay. a really so, simple way to map uh, out your plate in front yeah, of you. So I have two uh, pans of protein. Um, so that so that, that's your chicken, chicken fish, turkey, um, like nuts, seeds. Well, yeah, yeah, two point. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, then it was a thumb of fat. So that could be a few nuts. It could be a bit of avocado, something like that. Then um, two fistfuls of veg. So spinach, broccoli whatever you like lots of colour on the plate yeah exactly and then uh, one fistful of carbs so I just did that three times a day and then I had one fruit smoothie and basically just did that for 12 weeks um, in terms uh, of exercise duration uh, just an hour an hour a day uh, but another thing I want to say as well is uh, there's this thing that I kind of live by now is this thing progress not perfection so before when I tried to lose weight I tried to be so perfect, and then when, if I made a mistake, if I had a biscuit or if I went out and then I had a pizza, I would be like, okay, there's no point in doing this. I'm just yeah. going to go back to my you old be, You beat yourself up, you yeah, fall exactly. off the wagon, and people do this terrible about all it. the time. Yeah, oh my God. I'd, like, I'd, I'd go perfectly for two weeks, <clears> and then I'd have like a piece of cake or something, and like which is fine. If, if you're under your calories or whatever, if you, if you, if you put it in to your daily thing, you're, it's fine, but I would feel so bad, and then the next day, I'd just be like... Okay, there's no point. I can't do this. Uh, so I'm just gonna go back to my pizza and my beer. Um, but now it's kind of like, let's say if I have a chocolate bar or something like that, it's fine. It's fine. I can be healthy for dinner Normal. or something like that. You know what I mean? I'm just yeah. gonna be balanced instead of being perfect. And within your your social group, is fitness is health is that a priority, um, or is it? Well, coming into June, July, and August, it is <laughs> anyway. But uh, yeah, like it's not. It's yeah, no, I would say it is. Um, more than people would think. I think uh, there's this misconception that a lot of lads would just kind of not care what they look like maybe in my age and eat what they want. But, like, people are planning out their food. You know what I mean? They want, they want to look good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, no, I would say it well, was. I just listened to you there. I think one of the key takeaways from that is that from what you did that a lot of others may not have done is you sought advice. Yeah. And you sought advice from a, re- a really reputable place. Yeah. Who are you know, and you did your research on them, as opposed to following an online plan or an online trainer mm. or whatever. Yeah, you went personable to someone who you could talk to. Yeah, you mapped it out. You made yeah. it work for your life and your yeah. lifestyle, and built it around that. Exactly, yeah, which I think is a really vital. important thing. I think Killian and, and David will agree. Like David, yeah. the Operation Transformation Plan. We know that it's again, it's similar actually. It's, yeah. it's it's day on day off resistance cardio resistance cardio. There's one day rest with the OT plan. Yeah. Um, since that, then let's talk about mm. since OT. So the show—it's eight weeks of mayhem. Uh, it's it's a phenomenal roller coaster of of emotion and of hard work and effort. And then uh, you wake up and it's all over. Yeah. So since that, what's how is your exercise now? What do you do? What are you enjoying? And like, cause you you've lost another bit of weight since the show. I yeah, I have without trying. If 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 you could say like I'm, my ambition to go on this show is to lose three stone by the first of June. The show went very well for me, so I, I hit that weight before. So I'm at a weight now that I, would, I just want to maintain. And I'm doing something very similar, but I'm sticking to the original OT plan. I'm only doing 30 minutes exercise. That's why, because I can inbuild that into my life. Yeah. I'm very lucky in work that the lads all are still doing it with me. 
Oh, so fantastic. Oh, yeah. Right. And the lads are a fantastic they are. Operation Garda Station. Yeah, brilliant. You should see them, but it's, it's a different station party. It yeah, really yeah. is. I'm getting, and I'm getting so much more work out of them because of it. But we've been built that 30 minutes. All we do is the exercises that we've built that in 30 minutes into our work, into when we have our break. We're bringing our food in. We're talking about what we're doing. What okay, I'm doing, so you're all bringing food into work. Now. Into work, yeah. Because I remember we were in going, yeah. like, the package at the very beginning, and I was, you know, you were going dashboard dining in the chippers, yeah. all the rest yeah, of it, the yeah. typical shift work kind of thing. Exactly. So we're bringing the food in because you won't get time. There's no point saying like we're still answerable to the radio. Like yeah. we can always plan the best things, but next thing something happens, we're gone. So we always answer the radio. So we, if you have the food with you, you will eat it healthy, mm-hmm. and that's that's what we did. But what we're doing is we're doing it together, and we're all out, and we're motivating each other, and. Um, I'm not, like, how put it, I'm not trying to lose weight, so I'm just trying to maintain. So I am mm. enjoying myself. Like, on the show, I stuck to it rigidly, as, as you know. Yeah. But now I am enjoying my treats and, like, oh, without my birthday and my, and, and my kids and family. And the fat man is still inside me. I had <laughs> such a feed, right? But yeah, I was so, and it was so lovely. I said, oh, I loved it. But I, the way I'm feeling after losing the weight, I never want to go back. But I can enjoy myself, yeah. and I know I can I can control it in mind. So you have the balance. You again, it's, it's great because despite the age, like there's you know nearly ten years across the board, we actually we're coming back to very similar things, which is despite the the balance component. Yeah. You've lost another little bit of weight. You yeah. haven't tried to, no. but it's just the way by living healthy by having the balance. Yeah. This is what happens, Killian. Um, yeah. I, I follow you online as well, and I know you're. Uh, there's half there's half Ironmans, there's cycles, there's yeah. all you know, events are a key thing for you to keep to stay healthy. Yeah, I'm I, I'm very goal driven. Um and uh, I always wanted to, you know, bucket list, do a marathon and Operation Transformation gave me that opportunity. I'd never run five K before the Phoenix Park. Um It's an amazing day that it's oh, just phenomenal where yeah. you get you know, like during the show you're walking around and you have people coming up to you in supermarkets and stuff like that. But when you get to the Phoenix Park and there's five or six or eight thousand people oh, there unreal. and you're going, God, all these people, you know, and, and, and it's it's a two way street because you know, we're leaders, but we're the ones who are getting the energy off these people yeah. as well. The messages and yeah. Twitter and Facebook and, you know, through all social media and people stopping you in the street and, you know, on travel journeys and all that kind of stuff. Such goodwill. There's such, you I know, absolutely. believe it. There's yeah. such goodwill. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, I, I suppose, and it's similar to what Isaac was saying, I was asking about a social group, that you surround yourself with enablers, yeah, you know, absolutely. with positive people yeah. who work both yeah. on the show, but outside of the show, that yeah. you get that 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 network, and that's how I managed to progress. Uh, was you know, I I I found a couple of people within the locality who wanted to become runners, and I wanted to become a runner. I found out that I enjoyed it. So for me, five k led to ten k, ten k led to a half marathon, and a half marathon ultimately led to the Dublin City Marathon, yeah. which is the most phenomenal event you can ever do. Yeah. There is not an inch and uh, you know, I've I, I've lucky enough went to New York for the marathon there and Dublin would far surpass it. Mm-hmm. There are streets just thronged three or four deep with people all the way along the 26 miles. When did you get, sorry, Kenny, when did you get your love of running? Because I love the feeling after running, but during yeah, yeah. the running, I'm still having that battle in my head. It's always it's always a battle. You, yeah. You're sitting on the couch and, you know, you always have to motivate yourself to get yeah. up and get out and do it. Yeah. You know, I, I, I just enjoy, I enjoy the fact that you can come in and go, God, you know what? I've just run 10K. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, you know, and mm-hmm. like for me, it's it's not the distance, it's not the time. Actually, the one thing that I've learned, and um, again, I'm bringing it back to the family again, is that, you know, our lifestyle has changed and we have just 
you know, my my children have taken up running. Mm-hmm. My wife has taken up running. Mm-hmm. She's taken up triathlon. Like if my 11 year old girl comes in from school, gets changed, does her homework and goes for a run. Yeah, so it's life, know, she doesn't, yeah. like we don't ask her to do it. She just does it. Mm-hmm. She runs, you know, my 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 son runs a twenty three minute five k. She runs a twenty four minute five k, because they do small bits on a regular basis. And by one person taking it on, yeah, the family begins to get healthy. And always like you know you be the same. Your mum yeah. your mum trains very hard as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know if one person in that household really gets on board, the rest of the household chances are they might yep. they might they might go. Yeah, come with, with them. Um, okay, in terms of, I'm going to go around, around one by one. If I can ask you for one key takeaway. So every time when we have a guest on the show, we'd like to give tips for our listeners that are simple, that work, and that will have an impact on their health after they listen to the podcast and that can, that can make it straight away. Before I get, I'll give you a little bit of thinking time on that. Before I get to that though, so um, I just want to have a look at the weight loss. So Isaac, you were 93 kilograms starting. You're... Uh, no, well in January I was 84. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And what do, what do you know? 71. Wow. Killian, what do you, what do you know? Uh, I'm about 15. I don't really weigh stone. myself. Yeah, I don't really weigh myself anymore. So. I still do. Do you? Every Monday yeah, morning. I yeah, I think. Like clockwork. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of inbuilt in my head yeah. now. Yeah. I yeah. can just tell by feel. Yeah. Generally, if of I'm, course, you know, yeah. you can wake up in the morning, if, you know, I'm yeah. feeling heavy today. Mm. But, you know, weight is not a focus of my life yeah. anymore. David? Uh, 19, five and a half starting up. I'm old yeah. money, sorry, yeah. 19, five and a half. <laughs> and I was 15, 10 this morning. 15, 10? This morning, yeah. I haven't seen 15s in 10 years. <laughs> the guts of... Like what's a four stone? Yeah. So like between three people in the room, like we're you know we're looking at uh, what basically lost a person. You've lost me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm about thirteen stone <laughs> yeah. five, thirteen stone six at the minute, yeah. uh, and we're basically at, in around that target. Which and you're all saying that, which I'm fascinated by. I didn't know that coming in. How you know with different decades, how would this work, or how would you know would everyone have the same opinion or the same tips? But actually, you have, and to review it just for the listeners, like there's a trigger point that has to happen. We all need a trigger brilliant there's setting the target uh writing it down making it visual and then building it around your life yeah not they're really simple kind of important tips that will help people um can i go to you first for your simple takeaway for our listeners uh, i would i would say isaac mentioned about you know breaking yourself down and you know if you have a slip that it's the end of the world it's not you know we are the product of what we do on a regular basis so if you have one bad day, it's not the end of the world because you've had six really good days in that week. Keep going, pick yourself up, dust yourself down and keep going. Balance, okay, I like it. Isaac? Uh, I'd say be self-aware, as in Keenan was saying that he loves to run. I, I just don't like to run, so I, I like, let's say, lifting weights or doing stuff like that. So find something that works for you. Mm-hmm. And it might take a few weeks, so it might take a few days, but find that thing and then you'll start to enjoy it and... Make, it, make it. it fun. Exactly, yeah. yeah make so it fun. balance it out. Yeah. Make it fun, yeah. David. And take time for yourself. Make sure that you uh, give yourself the 30 minutes. I didn't know what I was doing on my break. You asked me before Operation Transformation. But I had the break there, so I don't know what I was doing. So I said that 30 minutes is going to be my 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. So give yourself. Look, and the big thing is, if you don't look after yourself, you won't look after anyone else. Yeah, sometimes you have to put yourself first. Yeah. And I think, again, the, the table, the discussion, we can all come to that. Uh, we can all agree to that point. But by putting yourself first, a little bit, 
you have a bigger impact than everybody else because you feel better, you feel good, your confidence, your mental health, everything improves. And the confidence is, I'm going to finish basically, we're going to put it right back to that because I think when you feel good, your confidence kicks up. And Isaac, I've known you for on and off for a couple of years. Um, and even when I when I when I got in touch about coming on today, I said I don't know if we do. We might be a little bit shy, but mm. um, you've got more confident yeah. as you've oh, got no, healthier. 100%, 100%, I think that's fair yeah. to say. I feel great, yeah, hundred percent, yeah. Um, and listeners, we have a very uh, nice treat for you today. I think we're potentially the first podcast to have someone play us out with an original song. So Isaac, if you want to grab your guitar, Isaac yeah. is an artist. Um, it's Isaac Butler one on Instagram. Yeah. Um, and he's going to play us out with one of his own tunes. Guys, thank you so much for, t- for taking the time Thanks to come in today. Isaac, if you want to grab your guitar yeah, and we'll get you set up. Folks, if you are listening in, you know, the Real Health Podcast, it's pretty simple. It's about delving into the real tips that people have tried that work. Uh, we're not into fads. We, I don't I would never tolerate that for any guests that we have. And I think what, from my perspective, having the different age groups of guests in that we've had and yet everyone pretty much saying the same thing. Get that trigger, get your goals, surround yourself with positive people and don't be afraid to put yourself first. That's really, really important. Till next week, thank you so much for listening in. We're going to finish with Isaac Butler. He's going to play us out. Isaac, the floor is all yours. Uh, this is a song called Do You Think of Me? Um, my name is Isaac Butler. It's 6 a.m. I'm stumbling home. Where are my friends? Cause I've lost my phone. And it's been six long weeks since I've seen you. And I miss you every day. And I'm wondering what you're up to, darling. Why didn't you stay? Does your new friend give you everything you need? Do you think of me? Because without you here, babe, I can hardly sleep. Do you think of me? drank too much to help forget your gentle touch and the place we met but it's been six long weeks since i've seen you and i miss you every day and i'm wondering what you're up to darling why didn't you stay Does your new friend give you everything you need? Do you think of me? Because without you here, babe, I can hardly sleep. Do you think of me? As time goes by, I hope you see. I just want you to be happy. I don't have one bad word to say 
I won't lie, it's hard for me to see you with somebody standing right there in my place. And I still think of you because those other girls, they don't love me like you do. And I still think of you because those other girls don't love me like you do. Does your new friend give you everything you need? Do you think of me? Because without you here, babe, I can hardly sleep. Do you think of me? Leia Healthcare. It's good to live. Proud sponsor of The Real Health Podcast with Carl Henry.